0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Today on the show, we're going to take a look at Solana and Ethereum and compare the two. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. So I was telling you I was reaching out to Anatoly Yakovenko to see if he'd come on and talk about Solana. They got back to me and said he was busy this week, so um, he's not going to come on and talk about it. So we're going to compare it ourselves. Let's get into that right after these crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. The time is eight eighteen a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at nineteen thousand six hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Down 0.6% in 24 hours. Ethereum is pretty much even in 24 at $1,563. Tether is number three. USDC is number four. And Binance is number five at $274. Down 1.5%. Riding off the top ten, we have BUSD Cardano, XRP, Solana, and Polkadot. Doge is moving out to the number 11 spot. The total market cap is at $972.2 billion. A BTC dominance is 38.8% falling we were sitting around 40 percent last week now we're down to 38.8 because it looks like a lot of money is going into ethereum or staying in ethereum because they're at 19.7 percent dominance all right so not only do we have a holiday here it's labor day over in the united states uh, but also it's the weekend so you know how mondays are when it comes to news so we're gonna be looking at solana and ethereum we do have some news today uh, however, we're going to just focus on this. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Solana. But in the link in the show notes, there's a great article comparing Solana and Ethereum. As you guys know, everybody calls Solana the Ethereum killer. And they just put it side by side and really make a good comparison. So I'm just going to give you some facts about uh, Solana really quick that you might not have known. And mixed in there some Ethereum facts. So if you guys didn't know, the consensus mechanism that Solana uses is called proof of history. And it requires a series of computational steps to determine the cryptographical time between two events. You can track each transaction order by adding timestamps and adding them to the transactions. This order sequencing is fundamentally different than, say, Bitcoin or Ethereum, where transactions are not placed in a timely manner. If you guys go back into the history of this podcast, you'll see that I have a Solana 101 with Anatoly Yakovenko, and this was about a year and a half ago. As you guys know, Ethereum's coding language is Solidity, but Solana uses more well-known languages like C, C++, and Rust. However, we were always talking about Solana being more centralized than Ethereum. Solana's top 30 validators hold 35% of the total stake. The top validators have thousands of soul stake and control a significant percentage of the network. And this is important because you can have collusion and have 51% attacks. However, it is kind of hard because even though there's a top 30 validators, we don't know if they're going to work together. And I honestly don't know where the other stake of Solana is held. But I do know where the stake of ETH is. Before, it didn't really matter about the staked ETH because this is a proof-of-work consensus mechanism. But now, it's going to be switching to proof-of-stake here very shortly, probably in the next 10 days. And, well, that's going to make a big difference. And so, basically, 51% of the total stake could control the network. But for ETH, that would mean controlling billions and billions of dollars worth of ETH. However, there are some billions and billions of dollars in ETH staking pools in anticipation to the merge. So what are the top Ethereum staking pools? Well, Lido currently holds more than 30% of the total, the entire Ethereum staking market with 4.15 million ETH or $6.5 billion staked. What are the other top ones? Well, I'm going to tell you. We have Coinbase with 2 million ETH, Kraken with 1.1 million ETH, and Binance with 904,000 ETH. And so there's a really cool website called beaconcha.in, so Beacon Chain, but beaconcha.in. <laughs> and it shows you the pool distribution for Ethereum. And if you want to compare that to Solana, we are seeing that there is a large concentration in just a couple pools. Like I said, Lido has 30.58% of the total staking pool. The second largest is unknown. We don't know whose staking pool that it is, but it looks like it's around 16.36%. Coinbase is at 14%, Kraken is at 8.5%, and then Binance is at 642 So, if you take Lido and Coinbase and Kraken and Binance, put them together, you have 63%. And that's quite a bit. Another interesting thing, if you do look at this, is you see that there's a lot of whales that are controlling quite a bit uh, of the network. For example, um, Vitalik, he has 0.05% of the whole network. Daniel DanielWong.f has like 0.56%. And so you can see there's quite a few whales, and there's a lot more whales here, by the way. There's a lot of whales holding quite a bit of F and becoming validators of the proof-of-stake system. And speaking of Lido Finance, the holders of Lido Finance's native token, the LDO, have seen their hodlings grow 20% over the last week. We're sitting just under $2 today. And that's because people are aping into Lido because of the upcoming merge. So because of the decentralized nature of Ethereum, Ethereum has never been down. However, Solana has had some outages. Its first outage took place in December of 2020, its second of September of 2021. There's been downtime caused by DDoS attacks. And so with Solana, you can see that there's possible vectors of attacks or vulnerabilities within Solana. However, I mean, a lot of people are using Solana because of its speed and its cost. Right now, Ethereum's average gas fee is around $0.09, which is super low, to be honest. I mean, we've seen gas fees go pretty high to get things done. But Solana... It never has high gas fees. We're talking about 0.000053 soul or like 0.000014 cents. Oh, by the way, if you guys think the gas prices on Ethereum are going to go lower because of the merge, it's probably not. It's going to be almost exactly the same. One thing that Solana does that's much better than Ethereum is that it can process over 50,000 transactions per second. We're talking about it's almost as fast as Visa. Ethereum, maybe around 15 to 30 transactions per second. They do say after the Ethereum merge that the Ethereum network should be able to process around 100,000 TPS or transactions per second, but they're going to work up to that. It's not initially. So Solana is still going to have the upper hand there. However, when you're comparing Solana and Ethereum, when we're talking about, say, market cap, Ethereum has like almost a $200 billion market cap. Solana, on the other hand, only $10 billion. And when you're talking about how much total lock value in both networks, Ethereum is like $53 billion billion and solana is around 2.5 billion so there is a huge difference between how much is being used how much value is in these two networks and i guess just the adoption of each of them and we're gonna have to see what happens after the merge i think what i'm going to do this week is i'm going to reach out to one of the uh, ethereum core developers and have him on the show before the merge because i want to really dig down deep to what does proof of stake mean for the security of the ethereum network obviously this person going to be biased obviously but I do want to get you know just more clarification of what that means in comparison to Solana. Moving into some other news, LG has launched its new NFT marketplace dubbed LG Arts Lab and it's available today to all of its US LG television owners running WebOS 5.0. The marketplace is accessible from the LG home screen and enables people to buy, sell, trade NFTs from the comfort of their homes. This NFT marketplace was initially and originally mentioned back in January. The Samsung NFT platform supported on all 2022 models of Samsung's Micro LED, Neo Q LED, and the Frame TVs. Makes you want to run out and get a new TV, right? Right? This so called crypto winter or bear market or downturn, whatever you want to call it, is really taking a toll on some companies. And the parent company of Latin American exchange Mercado Bitcoin, 2TM, has announced a second round of layoffs. The company said it let go 15% of its employees due to continued adversity in the economy, and they say they regret the loss of their colleagues. This is their second one, as I said, their second round of layoffs. In June, the company let go 12% of its 750 employees, or about 90 workers. The Klima DAO announced Friday that it's collaborating with politicians to provide a legal framework for DAOs, and they're trying to get that added to the Lemus Gillibrand Responsible Financial Innovation Act. The Klima's Dow legal team told Decrypt that the Dow had multiple conversations with staff members of the offices from Senator Cynthia Lummis and Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, and they've been talking to them since May. Klima Dow hopes that the legislation will help legitimize its work for offering carbon-backed tokens that can be used to offset emissions. A member of Clima's Dow's strategic partnership team told Decrypt that the organization has taken on the help of lobbying firm Tusk Strategies in providing options and opinions to lawmakers. And finally, we have a date for the Cardano hard fork, the Vesil hard fork. It's going to occur on September 22nd, about one week after Ethereum's merge, on September 15th, or around there, September 15th. And we got that news from developers at Input Output and Cardano Foundation. A Cardano developer at Input Output tweeted Friday, Vasil is the most significant Cardano update to date, bringing increased network capacity and lower transaction costs. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. It's a little bit of a weird news day because today is Labor Day. And so if you're in the States, please hope you have a great day, uh, meet with families, have a barbecue, eat a burger, drink a beer. But remember also that this day honors and recognizes the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers. And so never forget that when we have 40-hour work weeks, weekends off, health care and benefits, that was a struggle, a negotiation between businesses and workers. And we continue to have that. So just remember that while you're eating your burger today. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.